This is Off The Shelf, episode 81. We're recording this on Tuesday, March 8th, 2016. I'm Ryan Gallagher. Joining me tonight, Brian Sauer. Hey, Brian. Hi. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Yes, sir. <laughs> there is, uh, I literally have like 20 tabs of news items uh, open right now that we have on our list uh, and things that aren't on our list. Yeah, some new news that I didn't even know about. Yeah, so let's get into this. Before we get into this, though, I do want to know what happened with your Zadoichi set. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when there was the Criterion Collection flash sale. And I know you got it because I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. Did you open it? I didn't open it yet. <laughs> All right. Now, um, are you going to open it? Is this something that you're keeping sealed because you want to... Uh, you know, because it might be going out of print and, you know, there's value in an unopened box. Well, you know, you put that thought in my head, (laughs) but so, so there may be a subconscious thing, but honestly, it was just like lately when I've been buying stuff, I'm like, well, I'm not going to open it until I watch it because I've also been selling off some stuff. Um, and it's been like, for instance, I had the Tenebrae Blu-ray that Arrow put out in like 2011 and I just got the new Tenebrae from um, uh, Synapse. And I'm like, you know what? And I still hadn't freaking opened my <laughs> Tenebrae from Arrow. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sell this. I know that these features are different, but um, I just haven't watched it. And I'm glad I didn't open it because now I can sell it as new. So I've been trying to do that as, as much as I can. I'm not planning to sell anything, but I'm, I'd like to keep everything. I usually buy with the intent of keeping and not selling, but... You never know, and there's just you know no reason to open it till I'm ready to watch. And I don't know <laughs> when I'm going to be ready to watch those movies, um, but it was definitely something I had to have. So, so I would say you should open it, um, <laughs> even if you're not planning on watching it anytime soon. Um, mostly because the interior art is really, I mean, the the movies are great, and the presentation of each movie in on the disc is beautiful. But really, what makes that package um, something special is the art that Criterion put together. Um, all of the different comic book artists who were involved uh, creating illustrations for each film, and um, even just kind of how the discs are laid out. You know, some people don't like the the slot based system that that Criterion came up with. Um, some people don't like that system in general. But I would say this is something like a piece of art that you should open up and look through and, you know, read about the films and kind of just appreciate the, the illustrations that are inside of it. So, uh, I, I cast my vote for opening it. (laughs) Okay. Even though I totally get the not opening it until you want to watch it, because there are lots of movies on my shelves that are unopened that I do open when I go to watch them. Yeah. I may, I may bust it open this weekend. Just, uh, Get, get a cup of coffee, sit down. If for nothing else, it will give you lots of material to post on Instagram. You'll be like, <laughs> look at all these amazing drawings that I'm just now seeing all these years later. It's true. That's a good point. And I'm always looking for fodder for Instagram. I know you just, are. This is a weird habit to get in, but anyway. <laughs> all right. So um, before we jump into news, there is one other thing that I want to mention here at the beginning of the episode in case anyone hasn't heard it yet. There is a new podcast on the network. Uh, we just released an episode a couple days ago. It's called Criterion Cast Chronicles, and it's a new monthly show that we're doing where we talk about the 
uh, releases from Criterion for the past month. So in our discussions on the newsstand and on, you know, like uh, end of the year stuff, we, I guess like the newsstand is something where we will talk about a month's worth of releases from Criterion, but we're really talking about it uh, before we've seen anything, you know, we're talking about all the special features that have been announced and we're talking about titles that have been announced and, you know, um, maybe the movies are things that we've seen a lot. Often they're not, uh, often they're things that, you know, people have heard about or, you know, read about it, but not having, you know, not, not had seen it yet. So we did, we started this new podcast called Chronicles where we are, are, watching one or more of the releases in a month and then coming together and talking about them, talking about, you know, what we thought of them, how the supplements uh, ended up being, you know, how they ended up treating us. And so um, the first episode is out. We talked about the February releases and uh, after all the March titles are out and after everyone has had a chance to, you know, see something in it, uh, we'll gather around again and talk about them. So uh, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Uh, I haven't set up a new feed, like an individual feed for it yet in iTunes. So it's a part of the master feed if you subscribe to that. Um, But if you want to subscribe to an individual feed in iTunes, uh, I will get that up shortly. Um, All right, so let's jump into news. So I don't even know where to start with all this stuff. I'll just run down this list that we have here. I guess the the big well I want I don't even want to say the big news because there are so many things in here that could be the big news. Um, I mean, like, okay, <laughs> we'll just start at the top. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, the Blu-ray has been officially announced. This is one that uh, people had been, you know, the release date for this had kind of leaked ahead of time. People had been posting, you know, that it was coming in April. Uh, for several weeks now, maybe even months, people had, you know, been anticipating it. Um, I think, you know, Amazon Canada might maybe had kind of revealed the date ahead of time. And the artwork was kind of going around, you know, like there was like a Walmart uh, Blu-ray cover that had leaked early. Um, But Disney has officially announced it. It's coming on April, uh, what is it, April 5th? And uh, it's going to be it's going to have deleted scenes um and there's going to be various exclusives you know there's uh like a target is going to have one version that has extra bonus material walmart is going to have this cover that has bb8 on it um and then there's like a best buy uh blu-ray combo packs with steelbook packaging so you have your your picks here as far as what you you know which one you want to get if you, unless you want to get all of them. Um, one thing that is pretty interesting is that. Oh, stupid Siri! Oh my god! I, I think that was like it must have heard me say something and like triggered the voice. Uh, the voice like question. Okay, so I put it on airplane mode. There's a thing where if you say "Hey Siri," it like triggers Siri to listen to what you're about to say, and you, you can do it's like a hands-free Siri thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of po- like tech podcasts that I listen to where, uh, in discussing that feature, they've come up with different ways of 
saying it so that it doesn't trigger Siri to come on. Like they'll say <laughs> "ahoy telephone" if they want to describe, you know, that feature in in Siri because they know that if people are listening to the podcast, uh, you know, over speakers. You know, any any time they say it on the podcast, it will trigger people's phones to uh to to trigger Siri. That's funny. <laughs> so one thing that they didn't announce, or at least one thing that they kind of uh teased, is that there's no 3D version of The Force Awakens coming to Blu-ray with its initial run on April 5th. They have said that it's coming at a later date in a special edition that's coming later. People are presuming that this is going to be in the hol- during, during the holidays when Rogue One, the new uh, standalone Star Wars film, gets released in theaters. This will be kind of timed with that to be maybe like a Thanksgiving Christmas release. Um, do you have any thoughts on, on this announcement uh, as far as like, what you're planning on doing are you gonna get the bb8 cover from 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 walmart or you know get the uh target exclusive with bonus material Uh, i don't know i'm i'm always lately i've been really drawn in by the um the you know the three three weeks early release on digital Mm -hmm. um but i mean it doesn't totally make sense to do that if I'm going to get the Blu-ray anyway, which I'm thinking I will. Oh, you know, uh, uh, while you now that you mentioned the digital, I think this is coming out digitally on April 1st. So uh, it's not coming out that much earlier than the disc, uh, I think. Interesting. Yeah. I, so, I mean, part of me thinks I'll just maybe I'll get it from Amazon and just take whatever they have that they're offering. But, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll be motivated to go out to Target or something, although Anytime, because of the ease of, you know, the digital thing, I do sometimes get lazy and just say, you know, I kind of want to watch it now and I kind of don't want to go to Target this weekend or I don't know when I'll get to Target. It should be easy to go, but sometimes it's not. And uh, so ah, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. What about you? Um, I don't know. I showed Charmaine that the BB-8 cover from Walmart and that is kind of cute. Um, I probably also will just get whatever's on Amazon. Um, I, in the past I have gone to target to get like the bonus materials. Like I think for some of the Harry Potter Blu-rays, I ended up buying them at target because they had, you know, an extra disc of supplements. But then when I think back, like I didn't end up watching those bonus discs or like it really didn't matter that much. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not going to just hold out until the special edition that has the 3d version of the film on it. Um, but that is kind of annoying that it's coming out later and not in this initial run. Um, and I, that, sorry, that's something that might push me off to maybe buy it on voodoo or something where I can get some bonus features Uh just digitally and then wait and maybe get the, I don't know. You know, that's, that is, that is annoying for sure. I, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I'm going to say that I'll probably just get the version on Amazon for right now and then decide later there's no i mean disney still hasn't announced a uh ultra high definition line of films yet and so you would think this would be a part of whatever disney does uh once they kind of start pushing that or once they actually reveal that they're planning on releasing anything you know one thing 
that totally annoyed me about this news uh and not even really about the news itself but how it was uh conveyed in the press i don't know if you noticed this i tweeted about it a little bit the day that this these press releases that this press release went out and um i tried to share some some of the people who were like just the worst offenders but this announcement really highlighted how poorly blu-ray has succeeded in uh in home media in general because i feel like there were several big film websites including like you know the hollywood reporter that were presenting this or at least like the headline said uh star wars the force awakens dvd announced are you serious yeah they just and that's like all that would be in the headline was like dvd and i was thinking come on like you know I, I get that people still kind of, ref, you know, that the DVD is still just a huge market, but I can't, be, I, it's, I can't believe that we're at this stage in the home media world and people still like, do they just like when they were writing those headlines, do they just not think Blu-ray or do they think like Blu-ray is too niche for, you know, their audiences and that they have to say DVD because that's because the mass uh you know because the population the populace is like still trained to think dvd equals home video why not blu-ray slash dvd yeah you know what i mean or just blu-ray but that's (laughs) just yeah that's that's sort of shocking to me i didn't realize that that was going on i mean i i i guess i don't blame them but it's, it's just like it's just frustrating to think that like i mean it's not gonna like blu ray isn't gonna succeed until everyone kind of gets on board and 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 that and is that is helped by you know the press presenting it as like this is the home video option is the blu-ray uh but you know i guess that's just me being (laughs) silly and uh i guess overly hopeful or maybe too optimistic about the the blu-ray's chances at succeeding even though we're like you know 10 years into the format so it's crazy. It was a little, uh, I was a little annoyed by it at first. I mean, I, I'm over it, but I, I was pretty annoyed that day. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> it's so weird that they would uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. So the other big news, I think this week has been the announcement that the Criterion Collection is, uh, going to be expanding <clears throat> their reach to the UK. This one, this piece of news, uh, was going around the rumor sites and the forums last month. There were, we did an episode of the newsstand where we kind of, where we talked about this rumor going around that Criterion was moving to the UK, not moving to the UK, but expanding to the UK. And this past week, uh, the official announcements went out. The first lineup, which is coming out on April 18th in the UK, um, has been revealed. Pre-orders are up on Amazon UK. And, uh, you know, the official kind of press release went out and uh, it's now a real thing. Um, There are still a lot of questions as far as like what Criterion's plans are for this. Um, They're going to be working with Sony as far as like distribution uh, to get these films to the UK. Uh, By all measures, like the releases will be identical to what is here in the states although 
Uh, I have read that they will be region B locked for these UK versions. Um, right now, there are no exclusive UK releases that aren't available in the US. Um, it seems unlikely that they'll do that, but you know, that I guess that is kind of a, you know, uh, and maybe I don't even want to say an option, but it is, you know, like <clears throat> a thought that people have had is like, you know, what, how could they, how could this go? You know, how could this go wrong for people in the U S or how could this go? Like, uh, how could this mess with people's collections? I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, it could anger some people, but I mean, it could really open them up to release some, st- like, I don't know why this came to my head right away, but I'm like, Oh, what about Ken Russell's the devils? You know, I don't know that that's even really that easy to get in the UK, but you know, maybe that's a movie that they could release that they would never get in the States or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it could be a good thing. It will anger some people and that they may have to get a multi-region player and they don't have one now, but yeah, I don't. Um, so the devils BFI has that devils DVD release, the special edition that you can import. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if criterion, you know, anything in their library or anything in Sony's library is something that like criterion can't release here, but could release in the UK. That would be, I mean, that's like essentially what might lead to a UK exclusive that us, um, collectors would have to import. I don't, I mean, if that situation happens, I obviously don't have any problem ordering stuff from the UK and, and, you know, having it sent here. Uh, so that doesn't bother me that much, but it would create a really weird position for, you know, us fans who are completionists and want to, you know, need to have everything that criterion does. And so far they have, you know, had no reason to import anything from the, from anywhere else. Yeah. So that, I, that, that is uh, interesting. Yeah. They are going to have the little um, rating logo thing stamped on the cover. Uh, so <laughs> for, you know, anyone who hates, who is annoyed by those little uh, logo things, which I am definitely, uh, you know, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> uh I, do you have any thoughts on this as f- further than what you just said? Um, because I, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. I'm sure we'll end up doing an episode of the newsstand talking about this more. Um, you know, cri- at this point, Criterion still hasn't t- talked a lot about it uh, publicly other than what they kind of announced in the press release. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious to see what happens with this. But But beyond what I said, I don't really have any idea where it can go which is interesting i mean it's 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 great news i think well okay (laughs) i should i should rephrase that it is very interesting and um for people who in the uk have been wanting to get criterion editions um you know they'll have to import them from amazon us or they'll have to import them from i guess barnes and noble and have to pay you know high shipping costs we don't know right now if Criterion is going to be selling these UK releases through their website directly. Um, presumably they will, but I don't know how that's going to work as far as like, you know, buying the UK version to ship to the UK and, you know, will US people accidentally order a UK version or are these only going to be available through Amazon UK or through the other third party distributors? That's something that they still have to work out or at least what they have to reveal. Um, 
a a big discussion you know there's a lot of discussion surrounding how this is going to affect the other smaller distributors in the uk already people like masters of cinema or arrow or second run or the bfi or you know um artificial eye um artificial eye who is going to be releasing a number of tarkovsky films in april and may uh one of the titles that is I think there's like a placeholder for it uh, on Amazon UK is Ivan's Childhood. And right now I think there is a uh, artificial eye is planning on releasing Ivan's Childhood on Blu-ray and there's a pre-order for that. But then there's also a pre-order for maybe the Criterion edition of Ivan's Childhood in the UK. Um, And I don't know if this is a situation where you know, one of them is going to have to back down or if they both have the right to release it or, or what. But um, this situation might come up. I know there's been also on the Blu-ray.com forums um, and maybe the Criterion forum, although I think they might just be like quoting from the Blu-ray.com forum. But um, people from Masters of Cinema have laid out their kind of not frustrations, but, you know, annoyances I guess by this because they are now you know they've lost um, the option of getting some films or I think like Criterion has outbid them on some projects like upcoming projects and um, or you know like when these rumors were first starting going around uh, people from Master of Cinema were like on the forum saying like oh this suddenly makes a whole lot more sense why we were outbid on this film because you know maybe the Criterion is planning on releasing it here in the UK Uh, Um, and so this, you know, this could affect like the types of movies that Masters of Cinema or Arrow can get now that Criterion, um, who is already like such a huge player in this, you know, like smaller district, like art house distributor world, um, is going to be like kind of moving into their territory. So I, I definitely sympathize with them on that as far as like, you know, it does kind of suck that they are now going to be um, up against a major player in a in in their on their home turf, I guess. Um, although, like you know, I obviously am like a huge supporter of Criterion, and I want to see them do well, and I want them to succeed in this venture. Uh, I do feel bad for you know Master of Cinema and Arrow. Yeah, no, that is a, that is a good point. You know, especially Masters of Cinema which is to this point really kind of been the UK's criterion as far as the mirror, the releases mirror a lot of what criterion puts out and yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for them. And I, I, I don't think criterion went into this lightly. I think they probably understood what was going to happen when they did this, but you know, the home video market is, um, you know, these, these companies are like need to do things like this in order to survive. Um, you know, and and I guess we could point to something like Arrow coming to the U.S. Yeah. and uh, you know they were able to do that, and um, other companies here didn't you know like suddenly dry up or you know s- go hungry and have to close up their their shop. Like every, there's lots of movies out there for people to license, and now there's just you know one more person uh, presenting or you know one more company distributing these films. Yeah. I, like hopefully Criterion coming in and uh, saying like, well, we have the rights to these movies. 
um, you know, hopefully that will kind of point push the the other people into digging and you know getting the rights to maybe more obscure movies or movies that they weren't planning on doing, but other ones that you know haven't been released that maybe could you know uh, just open the the doors to you know other directors or you know other films that people have been you know like. Uh, maybe have given up hope on ever getting a release. Maybe now that Criterion is going to be, you know, taking the attention away from the big stuff, maybe the smaller companies will have the opportunity to get some, you know, more obscure stuff. At this point, we'll have to wait and see, you know, the, the first wave is coming out on April 18th. There are a few other titles. uh, If you search around on Amazon UK that you can see that Criterion is planning on releasing there. I think, Overlord is coming in June. Um, I think, like I said, Ivan's Childhood is coming in May. And then there are six titles right now uh, available for that first wave in April. All right. So let's go to uh, the next piece of news here. Um, Actually, I'm going to... So let's talk about some stuff that Kino has announced. Um, But one thing that I don't think is on this list... That is pretty big news also. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but so uh, Kino is going to be releasing... Where is it here on my list? Okay, so um, the Oxbow Incident. This is oh, that's right. The, the William Wellman uh, Western. Yes. Um, so this is also big news because I think this is the first time that Kino Lorber Studio Classics is going to be working with Fox. Um, is that true? Um, they might, there might have been one case before. I'm thinking, was Boys in the Band and MGM? But it's, it's definitely early in the, in the, in the relationship, especially a film this age. So it is a big deal regardless. Um, it is exciting. I'm, I'm very curious to see what other, um, Fox titles they might potentially, you know, I mean, because Oxbow Incident is part of a, um, I can't remember what the DVD series was called, but it basically was was a Fox Classics series, and there was a mm-hmm. whole lot of cool titles in that series on DVD. Um, so that if that's opening up to Kino, I'm very curious where that's going to go too. Right, like because uh, so far they've been you know doing a lot of what is like MGM and Paramount stuff. Yeah, or maybe just MGM is what I'm thinking of. Paramount is someone else. Yeah, but I feel like they've done something. They did a new world. They announced a new world picture recently, which was new. And they did, um, was it, has it been all MGM? Maybe it is mostly MGM now that I think about it. I thought there was one more studio. But but yeah, this is really interesting to see what this means for the rest of the year and next year as far as what they dig up. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people on the forums were very excited when this was announced and... Um, I know some people have said like this seemed like it could have was like surely you know someone like Twilight Time would have released this if they could and now it's like you know now Kino is doing it which you know uh, I'm 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 I want to see this Blu-ray and uh, you know I don't care who puts it out. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's not a man. I mean, if I recall, Fox takes pretty good care of their. Like I'm trying to think of the Fox Masters that. Um, well, like, didn't um, you know a lot of the 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 new 4K scans or like the new uh, remastered stuff that Twilight Time has been releasing? Um, 
like Zardoz. Like wasn't Zardoz one where Fox gave that to them, but they um, it was postponed because Fox was like doing a better scan of it, um, or even like uh, is Journey to the Center of the Earth Fox also? I think so. I think so too. So yeah, so I mean they're they you know they don't have like a Grover Crisp at the helm like Sony does, but they definitely seem to give a crap about their um, you know their older films. So we could get a, a decent scan um, on this, and that's exciting, you know. So another kind of big piece of news from Kino is that they're going to be releasing a special edition Blu-ray of the Taking of Pelham One Two Three. This is so awesome. I love this movie. Anyone who's listened to this podcast and hears the music at the beginning of the show, uh, that's from Taking a Pelham 1, 2, 3. So, uh, I, and there, this, so this has been released on Blu-ray before um, a few years back, but this is going to be like definitely worth double dipping. There's going to be new interview. I think these are all new interviews, right? Yeah, I don't recall that the other disc had much in the way of special features. Um, and it, I, I, for some reason, I thought the other Blu-ray was like bare bones, but maybe some of these I are from from like you know maybe past DVDs. But you know, Josh Olson's trailers from Hell clip is going to be on this Blu-ray. There's a new there's an audio commentary track with Pat Healy and Jim Healy. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, I know this. I've met both those guys, and they're both. I just that's a great commentary and a really neat thing. Yeah, this is very exciting news. Um, a really fun film, and I'm glad that it's getting this this new special edition treatment. This is coming out on July 5th. Um, so what else has Kino released? Uh, Deadline USA, the Humphrey Bogart film. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this one. It's a newspaper movie from the 50s, uh, if I'm remembering right. Um, but I've never seen it. Um, and there's, I, I'm all in favor of more Bogart on Blu-ray. So yeah, this has been a pretty good year for getting Bogart films on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I dig that. Were there any other Kino announcements over the past week that we should mention here? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, think you so. know, one other thing that they're doing is um, a new Buster Keaton shorts oh, yeah. collection. Uh, this is a five-disc set that's coming out in May. Um, you know, obviously they've done a lot of other Buster Keaton Blu-ray releases. They've also done other Buster Keaton shorts, um, on a smaller disc or like a, 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 other shorts, I think. Yeah. I think it was a three disc collection. I can't remember the years that it spanned. Oh yeah. Maybe um, it was a different year period. It may have, there may be some crossover, but regardless, this is a second set of Keaton shorts and that's really cool that's that's akin for me to like a criterion release there pretty much yeah um for some reason I thought like the Cohen media group had had gotten a lot of the Buster Keaton stuff but it looks like um Kino has has held on to this and I think they're working with Lobster who's who you know they do a lot of stuff with um with Flickr Alley but um it's pretty nice to see uh that they're you know keeping this alive um so i'm very excited about this i'll definitely be picking this one up yeah me too all right so a few other pieces of news uh let's talk about the arrow announcements um so they've announced their u.s and uk releases um for june 
let's see here. So, so I'm just going to make sure that I have uh, all this stuff opened up. Um, so I think I have like two different. Oh, okay, so there's two different ones. So their first wave of announcements, which was on uh, March 4th, was... Oh, yeah. So there's stuff on March 4th and March 7th. So the March 4th stuff, uh, this is like UK and US releases. And then the other one, I think, is just UK releases. But um, in June, they're going to be releasing Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Man, like, okay. so do you know, like, um, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is the first one, right? Yeah. And then um, is there is that one on Blu-ray already? Or does someone else own the rights to that one? Uh, that I don't know if I don't know if that has a domestic Blu-ray. There might be one overseas, but um, now I gotta look. Yeah, I but don't. Then, uh, but there's three K- Killer Tomatoes movies. And but this is just the second one that they're releasing. Um, is it Return and then Re- Killer Tomatoes Strike Back? I think so. Yeah. Um, this one is good though. Um, I think this is the one with Clooney. Um, no, I gotta work. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know. But, but there's some really funny, um, you know, sort of breaking the fourth wall stuff in it. Um, it's, it's pretty, I think it's pretty great myself. I, th- yeah. I feel like I've only seen the first one, but you know, I, I saw it when I was a kid and I, I don't know which one I saw as a kid and I don't even think I saw it all in one sitting. I think I've seen it like in pieces on TV. Um, so I've, I've never actually like watched all of these movies. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious, uh, to actually go and see them just because of like the reputation. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I watched the cartoon. There was a car- that killer tomatoes cartoon, right? Uh, that's a good question. I, maybe I, I didn't see it. Oh, I, I think noticed, there was. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I, I I definitely just don't remember if I saw it. Um, but there's actually four movies. There's you know Return, Killer Tomatoes, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes in '78, Return in '88, so ten years later, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back in 1990, and Killer Tomatoes Eat France in 1991. Okay, so the the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes TV series was actually based on Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, nice. There you go. That makes sense. Uh, that was from 1990. That the the cartoon. I'll definitely be picking it up. It's it's like it's like a Zucker Zucker movie. It's like that kind of spoofy, silly comedy. It's it's fun. I like it. Uh, also coming out on June 20th in the UK and 21st in the US is uh, the film Suture. This one is uh, from let's see David Siegel and Scott McGee. Uh, I haven't seen this one, but uh, sounds interesting. Uh, Steven Soderbergh was an executive producer on it, and looks like a lot of good supplements on here. Yeah, it's good. It's it's got it's highly influenced by um, Frankenheimer's movie Seconds, mm-hmm. and there's another cool cult movie that was an influence. It's Hitchcock and something else, but it's a cool movie. It's it's really neat. I haven't seen it in forever. Uh, they've also announced the volume two of the Nikatsu Diamond Guys. Uh, the volume one just came out last month or in, in uh, January. And so volume two is coming out uh, in June. This is going to be limited to 3000 copies. Um, it's going to have, let's see, I don't have the titles here in front of me, like uh, Tokyo Mighty Guy and um, let's see, Diamond Guys in the West and Murder Unincorporated. 
think are the three films in this one. Uh, they're also going to be doing a U.S. release of the Ray Harryhausen documentary Special Effects Titan. This one, I think, has been available on Netflix to stream, or at least it was a couple of years ago when I watched it. Uh, I did end up importing this movie on Blu-ray from Arrow through Amazon, I think, during one of their sales, um, just because of all the supplements on there, because there's interviews with you know people like Edgar Wright and Rick Baker. There's lots of uh, outtakes and uh, deleted scenes, and I'm such a huge Ray Harryhausen fan that, uh, you know, this documentary was right up my alley, and uh, it's it's great. And now it's coming to the U.S., I, uh, which is which is pretty exciting. So those are the U- U.K. and U.S. releases. They also announced a number of stuff, uh, which are going to be the U.K. lineup for uh, June. They're going to be doing a Taviani Brothers box set. Um, another limited one 3000 copies uh i don't know how many films are including in this but it's uh oh three films they're also going to be doing um the the noir films that uh that uh, flicker alley has announced here for for next month or in a couple months um too late for tears and woman on the run those are both coming from arrow yeah in the uk in june I don't know how the supplements line up if they're going to be all I haven't looked to see if they're just like the same as what Flickr Alley is planning on releasing here. And then they're also doing, let's see, uh, chaos and, or is that part of, hmm, is that part of this set? No, anyway, um, Oh yeah, it is. Sorry. That chaos is part of the Taviani brothers box set. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on the Aero stuff before we move on? No. Okay. Um, studio canal is going to be releasing, uh, 1 million years BC on Blu-ray. Uh, this one, um, I think, is there a U.S. release of this on Blu-ray? I don't, I hate always quoting, misquoting uh but i'm pretty sure there's not but it seems yeah i'm not seeing it um it seems like something that uh kino could pick up if they're working with fox now yeah uh it'd be in line with some of the other um prehistoric kind of movies they put out sci-fi movies so what did uh olive really or announced for may that you uh you have here on our notes (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, they've got a Clark Gable movie, something called The Private Affairs of Bellamy, which looks interesting. But the stuff that I'm most excited about is kind of cheesy stuff like Zapped. Um, they're putting out the telekinetic comedy with Scott Bale and Willie Ames. There's another sex comedy from the 80s called um, The Whoopie Boys, which um, I I haven't seen but hasn't been widely available since VHS, so I'm kind of into that. Uh, and then there's um, a movie called um, uh, F- French Postcards, which is a good um, 80s comedy that a lot of people have forgotten about. Um, but the, the, the choice one for me is a movie called Rich Kids, and this is a movie I discovered through one of Danny Perry's books. It's from 1979. Um, it's, it's a really neat sort of 
character drama about two kids in New York that you know sort of find each other they're both have like divorced parents and they just start hanging out and I, I won't go too much into it but it's a movie I really like a lot and a movie that hasn't gotten a home video release since VHS um, it was on Netflix for a little while a couple of years ago but this is really neat that they're putting it out regardless of the fact that it doesn't look like it's gonna have much in the way of extras um, I'm just excited to have it um, that's one I've been waiting for for a long time so that's it for that stuff uh, just today, the folks at Severin announced that the Roman Polanski film from 1972, What, uh, or What, uh, <laughs> is coming out uh, on Blu-ray on April 26th. This is kind of a big, uh, kind of a big deal for Severin to get this. Um, I mean, when I think of Roman Polanski stuff, I often, or at least like his catalog titles. I, you know, kind of assume that Criterion is working, you know, they have a good relationship with him and I thought maybe they might get this one. Um, it's one that I haven't seen, but kind of, you know, it has a reputation for, you know, not being one of his best films. Um, I know I did an interview with James Greenberg who wrote the book, Roman Polanski, a retrospective, uh, which I included as a kind of like bonus after clip in our episode of uh rosemary's baby if you listen to that podcast episode of the criterion cast you can hear me talk to james greenberg about polanski um you know i can't even remember now if i included all of that interview in that episode or if it was just stuff on um rosemary's baby but i know i talked to him a little bit about what uh and uh this is a movie that I, you know, that like when I was kind of like doing research for the interview, I, I was reading about it, and um, so this one stars like Marcella Mastroianni, and uh, you know, it seems like it could be, you know, worth watching, but um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm I'm curious about it. It's it's another one that I remember reading about in a Perry book actually. Um, but has been sort of notoriously somewhat difficult to see. Um, so it may be one of those that you're like, oh, well, I guess I can see why nobody bothered to really <laughs> make this one available. Um, yeah. It could be that, or maybe it's maybe it's a quirky gem of some kind. I'm right, We're at the point right now where I'm just very curious about it. We'll see what the deal is. Uh, also announced today was the TV series Airwolf. The yes. uh, the helicopter TV series with Jan Michael Vincent and Ernest Borg. Yeah, uh, this is coming out from Mill Creek. Uh, this is definitely a show that I remember. Like I have like fond, vivid memories of shots of the helicopter uh, from when I was a kid and watching TV and watching things like the A Team or you know Knight Rider. This kind of fits in that era for me in my head at least, and. Uh, but I honestly couldn't tell you the plot of any of the episodes if anyone were to ask me, but I know I've seen some of them. Yeah, I'm I'm very kind of excited about this set. It says all 79 episodes. Yeah, and uh, Mill Creek, like, they've been getting a lot of uh, stuff out on Blu-ray recently, um, and DVD for that matter, um, but, but they managed to keep things affordable. Like, this set, I think, is going to be, you know, like, a hundred bucks or under a hundred dollars I think for all these for like 14 discs of, of blu-rays oh, um, there is a uh, German version of this that came out I think last year um, but 
you know, now you won't have to worry about importing it. Yeah, I may have to get this. The, let's see, there's a couple of other things that I thought we should talk about. Uh, the Masters of Cinema is going to be releasing The Last Command, uh, the Joseph von Sternberg uh, film, which is included in that von Sternberg um, box set from Criterion, although that one is now out of print. Um, this one, you know, people are kind of hoping that those von Sternberg films come back into print and are re-released on Blu-ray and that maybe it's just like a, you know, they're waiting, like Criterion is just, you know, waiting for a Blu-ray to kind of repackage it. But um, I'm very, I'm excited to check this out on Blu-ray. That, that von Sternberg box set is great. Um, what else do we have here on our notes? Anything else uh, news-wise? Kingdom of the Spiders from Code yeah. Red. I'm excited about that. Um, that's a William Shatner, you know, spider attack movie that uh, Shout Factory put out a special edition DVD of some years ago. Um, but I guess they weren't able to get the rights uh, for Blu-ray or it didn't sell well enough that they wanted to do it. So um, Code Red mentioned this on their Facebook page today uh, and they said it's going to be a new 2K scan. So that's exciting. You know, I don't know if all the, probably all the features that were on the um, Shout Factory special edition won't port over, but at least um, Code Red's getting a Blu-ray out sometime this year. So I, I just like that movie a lot. Um, what are these Scorpion titles that are now available? Um, I don't know too much about these. I mean, I ordered them because uh, <laughs> uh, I can't control myself. Um, Goodbye Gemini. I know almost nothing about um, these are both on screen archives right now I believe they street on March 24th uh, Puppet on a Chain is an adaptation of um, Alistair McLean I think who did um, who whose other works were made into movies like uh, Where Eagles Dare Fear is the Key um, Bronson had one I'm blanking on right now um, but anyway he's sort of a uh, spy novelist. Oh, actually, um, one of the releases will be that's coming out today from Kino. Uh, when Eight Bells Toll, um, with Anthony Hopkins. Um, that's based on Alistair McLean too. So it's, it's just another um, from a, a sort of an obscure adaptation of his work. Um, but those movies have turned out interesting. So I'm curious about it. But yeah, that's a new sort of. They just sprang it on us last week. Uh, another new announcement, I think, at least like one that was confirmed today or yesterday, was the Warner Archive is going to be releasing Hitchcock's uh, Suspicion on Blu-ray. That is uh, exciting. The 1941 film. Um, Warner Archive is on a on a roll with these Hitchcock Blu-rays. Yeah, they're having a crazy good year. Um, you know, with the Hitchcock Blu-rays and with the other classic film Blu-rays. Um, they're they're kind of killing it. Uh, I'm pretty happy with them right now. And, and there's no release date for this yet, is there? No, I I I'm assuming they seem to be doing things pretty. I, although in the past they've had that thing where they'll announce something and then it won't come out for you know three or four months later. It seems like each time we've seen a new title, it's been the next month. So this would be probably a may title yeah so like susan slept here is coming out in april um so either like suspicion is coming out in april also or may yeah 
I think that's fair to say. So that's cool. I mean, they're just cranking out the blues and it's and it's good stuff. And I hope I didn't see as many complaints this time about um oh, you know, why is Warner getting them? So I'm hoping that means partially that people picked up the wrong man or they bought I confess and they're like, "Okay, this is um this is pretty good. You know, the the transfer looks good and it's a good disc." So hopefully that's that's it. Or they've just resigned themselves to like, "Okay, fine. This is what's happening. I'm done complaining about it." Yeah. Regardless, I'm happy about it. It's great. All right, so let's talk about what came out this week on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, a pretty interesting week. Uh, the Criterion Collection release was the Jacques Rivette film Paris Belongs to Us. Uh, the film is currently available to watch on Hulu and iTunes if you want to go check it out a little bit before you watch the uh, DVD or Blu-ray of it from Criterion. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, I don't have the Blu-ray yet, but it's uh, hopefully on its way. Um a nice kind of uh, complement to the recent box sets that have come out for Out One, which you know from if you either picked up the Arrow release or if you picked up the um, the one here in the states from Kino and Carlotta, then you know you should definitely pick this up as well to kind of pair with those films um, and to get a better idea of uh, Jacques Rivette as the you know piece of the French New Wave that you know ha- has been kind of missing from a lot of uh, home video releases recently or you know over the years people have had fewer opportunities to see films like out one um or you know paris belongs to us even though paris belongs to us has been i think on the hulu channel for a couple of years now from criterion um it's you know it's exciting that this is out there now uh i i can't wait to check it out the um i think the kind of like you know, big release that we've been talking about, or the big releases that we've been talking about are the um, catalog title releases from Universal. Uh, yeah. The Batteries Not Included, Howard the Duck, Xanadu. Is Best Little Whorehouse also part of this? Yep. I wave? got all four today. Yep. Uh, all of which I think are still under $10 if you want to get them uh, on Blu ray. But uh, did you? So you got all four of them? Yep, I got all four. I am currently watching in the background uh, Xanadu because uh, I have a weird um, uh, sort of adoration for this movie. Um, but it looks very nice on Blu-ray if you're a fan. I know a lot of people. I think I posted um, on on Instagram and it went to my Twitter. And I think um, I got some responses like, did you lose a bet and things <laughs> like that? Because I put Howard the Duck and, and Xanadu together. Um but um, I, you know, I mean, Howard the Duck is is pretty hard to argue. It's not a terrible movie, but I just there's something about um, that one. I just am compelled to own it uh, in high definition. So I don't know. But yeah, I guess none of these. I did guess, you watch? Did you watch Howard the Duck yet? No, I didn't. I okay. just I just got on one, and it's been like an hour. So I the, yeah. my first choice was oddly enough Xanadu. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks nice. You know, there's a lot of bright colors, a lot of, uh, anyway, it's, it's, um, it's a good, it's a cool group and I hope it's an indication that Universal's gonna keep putting out, you know, catalog stuff yeah. like this. Uh, is Xanadu something you're going to show your, your kids? Yeah. I mean, I've showed it to Raven. Um, I've owned it in 1080 on Voodoo for, uh, yeah. uh, several years now, but this does look a little better. Um, 
but yeah, I, it's one of those that for some reason I was like, this is going to be one of Raven's favorite movies, and I don't know why, but uh, I'm going to try and facilitate that. Um, but yeah, so she likes it, but she's not in love with it right now. Yeah. But uh, I think I just have this feeling later that it'll be a movie that she'll she'll like for some reason. I can't I can't explain it. All right, so um, this week Kino released the Guy Madden film The Forbidden Room. Uh, this is one that I've been wanting to watch for a long time, but uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I definitely will pick this one up. Yeah, um, I'm very curious about this one too. The folks at Cinelicious are releasing the uh, Agnes Varda films Jane B. Par Agnes V. and Kung Fu Master. This one, uh, we have a nice little exclusive clip over on our website right now that Josh posted yesterday. Uh, if you want to see uh, a little bit of the film, he also reviewed it and loved this release. Uh, I can't wait to get into this Blu-ray as well. Um, this is Cinelicious is a company that I feel like I need to go back and get those first two releases from them um, just to kind of keep my collection going or, you know, to get this collection started. Uh, they have a few other titles coming up soon, including this like this anime um, that uh, looks pretty good or, you know, uh, looks very interesting. Um, I forget what uh, I'm going to pull up the title here because I'm blanking on the name of the film right now, but it's one that they have been kind of promoting. Um, oh, the Belladonna of Sadness. It's this 1973 uh, anime that uh, they have, you know, managed to get the rights to. It's, you know, a new restoration of the film. Um, that's one that I'm really excited about. And so I really want to kind of, uh, you know, get in on the ground floor with Cinelicious. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's so interesting because that's one that's cropped up on a couple discovery lists on my site. Um, Matt Lynch from our buddy from Scarecrow had that on his list, and then um, Cole from the Magic Lantern podcast um, also had that on his list, I believe. Um, so I'm really curious about this one. Looks very interesting, and yeah, Sandalicious. Now somebody to watch, I guess. Definitely. Um. The new version of Macbeth starring Michael Fassbender is out. Uh, another film that I've been wanting to see, but uh, I, I haven't checked it out yet. But um, I think I have the Blu-ray on hold at the library right now. So I think that's where I'm planning on seeing it uh, eventually. Um, did you see that In the Heart of the Sea movie? No, um, I have it digitally. Um I, I'm curious about it, um, although I didn't hear the greatest stuff. And Ron Howard is can be mostly miss. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, it seems like an interesting story, and um, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna watch it. I have it on my Voodoo right now, so it will be watched at some point. Uh, the folks at Scream Factory released Species Two uh, as a standalone Blu-ray release, and then they also released species three and four species four is the awakening uh i've only seen the first species movie i saw it in theaters um i i forget how i got myself into it but i definitely saw it as a teenager when it was out you know when it premiered um and you know it's not a great movie but it is kind of cheesy fun you know alien uh not slasher but like you know a little gory at parts but i uh but i'm you know very curious to see these uh these three other films yeah two is two is interesting and and um 
And I always talk about, you know, Rob Hunter's picks. This was one of the three that he picked for this week with Species 2. I guess he's a big fan of it. It's 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 definitely guilty pleasure territory, but um, it's interesting. I think it might be fun for you. Uh, so what are the Kino releases this week? Like the Vikings and what are the other ones? Yeah, Vikings with Kirk Douglas, um, When Eight Bells Toll uh, with Anthony Hopkins, which I'm definitely very curious about. Um, what else was there on this list here? I feel like there was another Kino release, but I guess those are the two. Yeah, the ones. the Vikings is one that I really want to see. Yeah, no, that looks better than in the heart of the sea. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it for the Kino stuff. Um, the Peanuts movie, the new, uh, you know, Charlie Brown computer animated film is out today on blu-ray uh one that i will probably end up seeing soon i am a huge peanuts fan i love the comic strips i love the animated movies from you know back in like the 70s and 80s um i i I have a lot of the the collected books of the peanuts uh, comic strips from the newspapers um, I'm just a huge fan of Charles Schultz. Like I have another book of his, of not of his, but like, um, kind of collecting his works. It's kind of like a, you know, history of him. Um, but I, I, for some reason was like just turned off by the style of animation, um, in this, but like, I, you know, it was playing across the street from me and I would just hear and see like kids and families coming into the bookstore, you know, buying peanuts comics for their kids after they had seen this movie and they were like you know oh it's, it was actually pretty good and um i have a feeling that this is something that we'll watch with miranda yeah i'm very curious to hear what you think of it when you get to it um i mean i i enjoy it but i have some reservations and i, I would love to hear what you think I, I it's definitely one that has grown on me a little bit since i've seen it a second time and my daughter definitely likes it and so you know i hope they make another one you know i hope it did well enough because just just perpetuating the peanuts and charles schultz um canon is i'm all in favor of that did did the like how did the voice work go i mean like does it do they sound anything like the old you know the older uh hand-drawn animated uh features um it's okay um i i think because the animation is so different it 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 didn't make it as difficult for me to adjust to that yeah you know what i mean because if it was the old flat 2d which obviously i prefer um and then hearing different voices is always tough um i i didn't find it too distracting necessarily but you know i think each viewer's mileage may vary as far as how much they watch those old cartoons and how ingrained those voices are in their heads and stuff. So, um, the other release that I want to see is that movie, the tribe. Uh, did you get a chance to see the tribe or have you seen it yet? No, but, um, Alonzo Duraldi, one of my favorite critics, I think it was on his top 10 of the year last year. And it sounds fascinating. Yeah. This is the one that was done in like American sign language, I think for the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but this is this is being put out by Draft House Films uh, on Blu-ray, um, but yeah, I want to see this one too. 
Well, uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else left on the list that you wanted to throw out there? Um, let me just scan something really quick. Victor Frankenstein. No, we don't need to talk about that. Did you see Victor Frankenstein? I haven't no, seen it. No, I'll probably watch it. But uh, Yeah, I'll probably watch yeah. it too. I, I, I'm a huge Frankenstein nerd. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love Frankenstein, but this movie doesn't look good. <laughs> no, I've heard it's not. But yeah, the Frankenstein nerd in me is going to win out and uh, I'll probably end up yeah, I think that's that's it for talking about these releases. So I know you saw Zootopia over the weekend. Yes. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was. I I mean I I from the trailer I really didn't know what to expect. I was kind of thinking, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be another fine kids movie. It'll it'll be not that memorable, whatever. But there's, I mean, there's. I I, I guess some critics have been annoyed with you know the the stuff that's underlying there i guess they're saying it's a little too obvious and we get it and all that stuff but i feel like it's still a good message and and then there's the film noir aspect to it which i thought was really neat yeah when when critics say like you know oh that's too obvious or whatever like i mean i think it's pretty nuanced for a kids movie yeah um, and i mean and i hate even saying like oh for a kids movie but i think it's pretty i think it held up pretty well um, I think like the animation is beautiful. I think it's, you know, in definitely in line with Disney's stuff like, um, Wreck-It Ralph and Big Hero 6 and this, uh, they're doing some pretty good work. And, uh, I think, I mean, it has, I th- last time I looked, it had like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. People, so, I mean, I know that the, as far as the people that, you know, we know that have seen it. I've seen mostly everybody's really liked it. You know, the critics have been mixed. I'm mostly, it seems mostly positive. It sounds like, but yeah. Oh, it's at seem- it's at ninety nine percent now on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, uh, only t- only two rotten reviews. I think I know which was one of the rottens because I saw his. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but yeah, it's good. I think it's. I'm really. I don't know. Um, I'm I like. I know you like the the good dinosaur more than I did. Um, but this one surprised me and, and it's another case of like Wreck-It Ralph and, and Big Hero 6. It's like, this feels like a Pixar movie in the sort of Disney animation movie body, which is great. Cause you know, that just means we're getting, going to get more Pixar-esque movies hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we took Miranda to see this and she was already excited. She was actually, we, we plotted out all of the different kids movies that are coming out this year on a calendar for her and so she kind of has been like counting down the days until uh-huh. until these movies come out and so she was looking forward to this a lot and she had seen the trailers for it uh and, and she loved it uh the first thing she said when it was over was like when is the next one coming out oh <laughs> so she's she's totally ready and we're like oh well, you know they have to make it still uh <laughs> but she is totally on board with uh you know anything else that they might do in this world whether it's like you know future sequels or maybe i i, I would be interested if they did like a like a series oh yeah um i mean it kind of felt like in a way um you know, I had like a twinge of, um, did you ever watch Tailspin? Um, yes. Back in the day. I mean, this yeah. kind of felt like it may be like a Tailspin world. Yeah. No, I could totally see that now that you mention it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the Shakira song too, which is, I don't know how to feel about that, but, um, I think I just have gotten used to this trend of, um, really uplifting pop songs at the end <laughs> of these movies. Yeah. And now I just kind of get hooked on them, you know? And I just thought it was a really 
cute song with again another I guess some would say very obvious message but I just thought it was a really nice song on top of that so yeah and like I think it's good to like you know ingrain this stuff into our future generations uh, at a young age and so I have no real problem with that cool uh, th- I, there were so many f- like fun little gags in it that I'm glad weren't kind of spoiled for me at least in any of the m- marketing materials that I saw. Uh, one of my favorite moments, uh, and I guess minor spoilers, but like uh, when she is chasing one of the, she's chasing a criminal who has like stolen something she doesn't know what, and like uh, it's that like Weasley rat guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's chasing him all through the city and then they get to the part where uh where all the mice live or like the little the smaller scale animals and they have their own little smaller town and so now there's now these you know this rabbit and this little weasel are suddenly giants amongst all these other ones and it's almost <laughs> like a kaiju film where they're like or you know like a monster giant monster movie where they're running through it i love that stuff so much that was fantastic i yeah. mean that was one of so many clever things and i do you think it's an interesting thing that the marketing didn't really touch on the film noir aspect of it at all yeah. as far as I saw it? So I'm like, either they just don't care or they're just like, well, I can't sell that, um, which is, I guess, good for us because when you go in and not expecting it, then you're just like, whoa, this is pretty cool and actually a little dark and that's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. So a, a really pleasant surprise, that one. Yeah. All right, Brian. Well, I think we can end things at that tonight thanks everyone for downloading the show and uh again be sure to check out our new podcast criterion cast chronicles and uh anything you want to promote these days brian um i am starting a new series uh underrated 96 uh we're just we just closed out the film discovery so underrated 96 is starting the underrated year series for uh, my blog that's going to start uh this week yeah so so look for that and why are you why are you starting with 96 96 well it's just a good even 20 years ago so Uh it'll be you know 20 years 96 and then 30 years 86 just like i was doing last year a little bit you know so i'm sort of picking you know a movie from a year from 20 years 30 40 50 years ago and just kind of highlighting some films from that year that i feel like are underrated or underseen and getting those that contribute lists to jump on board too and do that I'm looking so. at the list of films from 96 and that was a good year for movies. Fargo, yeah. Train Spotting. Yeah, I mean there's plenty of movies that are like big movies, but yeah, uh, yeah I wonder what the indi- what the smaller underseen movies uh, I mean, would, it's all, would be for me. Yeah, it's all relative. I'm sure that you'll have seen most of the if not all the stuff on my list, but um I still feel like these people need to be reminded of these movies because I feel like they don't get talked. 96 is a year especially where it's like video is winding, VHS is winding up and DVD is is taking over in the next few years. And I feel like some of these movies kind of got, they came out on DVD, but they got a little lost in the shuffle. And um, so they need to be, people need to be reminded. Um, but one more quick thing uh, before I forget. Um, I, I had one of our listeners, I, I won't mention who, was nice enough to um, give me a code for The Hateful Eight. Uh, so I got to watch The Hateful Eight this weekend, and um, we can talk about that later. I I will say I 
I didn't dislike it, so I, I was a fan. But I just wanted to thank that listener without being specific uh, for that. And if anybody else wants to give me codes to stuff, don't forget I love codes. So uh, please feel free to do that. Oh, yeah, I totally didn't uh, see that this was out already. but It's it's kind of not. Like oh. <laughs> I feel like some people got some early copies uh-huh. and... and uh, or they're getting codes early from people. I don't know how this is happening, but I was able, it's weird. I actually got it on Voodoo and it worked over the weekend and now Voodoo has blocked it. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at Voodoo's page right now and it looks like you can pre-order it and that it's uh, March 29th, I think is when... Well, it's it's telling me... Oh, March 15th. The, the 15th, yeah. yeah. So, so I was able to watch it over the weekend and now it, they've put up like a block so I can't watch it anymore. So it's kind of, I think they maybe didn't want me to see it this weekend, but anyway, I did and... Uh, I just wanted to thank that listener for that. That was very nice. Oh, yeah. You know, I th- I feel like we had some people uh, writing in or tweeting at me. I can't remember now. But uh, about our discussion of The Hateful Eight and that um, roadshow version of it. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, don't... Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's not that it's not that different. It's just like alternate takes of it. But I still kind of want to see that on home video at some point, even though they're saying that it won't be on home video. Yeah, I, I, a, I think it will be at some point. But B, yeah, I'm with you. I want to see it too. I was fine with it not seeing it because I actually had it broken up in my own way this weekend because of <laughs> your own roadshow at home. Yeah. With family and kids. I'm like, okay, I can watch a half an hour now and then I can watch an hour and a half and then I'll finish it. And anyway, so it, I, I had my own intermissions built into it, but anyway, just wanted to mention that. I'm looking at this 1996 film list and I don't know, like, you know, is, is two days in the Valley underrated? Cause like maybe that, I, I feel like, so. I feel like that's like, everyone has seen that movie but maybe see not. but the, that's the other thing is i feel like you know people of our age definitely remember certain movies like that but i think two days in the valley is definitely underrated because i don't when was the last time you heard somebody even mention that movie uh yeah not very often i guess right? uh, I mean, oh man just, there's 96 is so good so uh, i'm looking i mean like in october right now like uh that thing you do yep. um the ghost in the darkness I yep. love the ghost in the darkness. Yeah. See, like I think you could make a case for both of those films maybe being underrated, but mostly because I feel like people just don't talk about movies from that year. Honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, 96, I was 16 years old when a lot of these movies came out. So that was like, I was going to the theater, seeing all these movies. So like that thing you do, uh, bound was like that same yep. weekend ghost in the darkness. Um, and then sleepers, thinner, Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann film. Um, oh man, I forgot that came out there. Space Jam. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Space Jam is going to be on anybody's list. But yeah, Jeff you know. Star Trek: First Contact. Um, yeah, Mars Attacks. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. See, Beavis and Butthead do America. There's one right there that I would say is underrated. Yeah, because I feel like you know people, a lot of people didn't go see that in the theater, and I just watched it recently, and I, I actually am a big fan of it. it. It's not on my list, spoiler, but uh, it's definitely something that could be. Anyway, it's it's an interesting year, so I'm very curious. I've got some contributors lined up, and I'm curious where they're going to come down. Cool. Can't wait to read them. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we will be back next time to talk about next week's releases. Thanks, everyone, for downloading the show, and we'll see you then. 